a discussion today that I think is uh, pertinent to the times, and I want to use the the Pashas of Shavua as a jump point, to, and it's pertinent to the uh, current events. Current events. So that's why I think we'll, even though there are things in Nefesh Hachaim also that would be able to be mechazikos very nicely, we'll get to them next week maybe, but... Uh, I don't want to lose the opportunity of uh, Shabbos Bereshis. So it, it's very hard for me always, Shabbos Bereshis, not to be uh, captured. I'm captured on Shabbos Bereshis by the, by the Indian of Shabbos. You know, especially after we went through such beautiful Yomim Toivim, uh, intrinsically uh, beautiful Yomim Toivim. And, uh, you know, they're gone now. Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and Sukkot and Shemini Atzeres, they're gone. But Shabbos always stays with us, you know. And in this week's Parsha, Bereshis, is where we're introduced to the concept of Shabbos. And it seems that, uh, you know, in the current events that have taken place, you know, with this terrible situation that we find ourselves in and this terrible loss, terrible, terrible loss that, you know, we have no words to describe of what took place last Shabbos, it would seem that uh, a lot of fingers are pointing to Shabbos, that Shabbos has something to do with it. And from the little, from the few stories that I heard, I think there were a lot of people that due to their commitment to, you know, to try to keep Shabbos, so they were saved. You know, there were a lot of people that were saved, I think, because they didn't, you know, okay, it's not appropriate to be in certain places for Shabbos, so they they pulled them away, you know. The other things that we saw that, you know, that, that I think there are two Yeshuvim down there that are Shem and Shabbos, and they did and they didn't go in there, and the gates were closed. I think there was one place. I think there was one place that even the it was a big, big to do of to close the gates and not to close the gates. And recently they came to the, to the decision of closing the gates. And they have they even have uh, footage of the Arabs at the gate and trying to get in, and they couldn't get in, so they left. So. You know, there, there's this footage of Shabbos saving, saving people's lives. Uh, I remember many, many years ago, 30-plus uh, years ago, there was a terrible fire that went through all the neighborhoods from Beit Shemesh to here. Just spread like mamish, tremendous, tremendous fire, and Telstam was actually evacuated. Mamish, you looked, up in the, you looked up in the sky and you just saw a black cloud. Of tremendous, tremendous uh, smoke, and uh, and the fire stopped when it came to Telstone. It scathed the most the the, fur, the, the 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 furthest porch, and that's it. It stopped. And the Gemara tells us that Shabbos saves from fires. That, that's a Gemara. So you know, on the one hand, it seems that Shabbos was a, a bit of a savior over here. Aside from the fact that, again, we're not one to read, uh, it's very hard for us to read the picture. Uh, somebody told me, I sat yesterday with an old aunt of mine, an aunt came to visit, just she says she was, that, she, that she knows that there are 13 animamins, 
13 animamas, and there's not even one animavin. There's not even one I understand. We're maimin in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you know what I mean? But we don't understand his ways. We never think that we can understand his ways. So I give my example, as you know, those of you that know, have been here, so I give my example of the reformed rabbi that was uh, flying a jet, a private jet on Shabbos morning, and he crashed. You know, so even those of us that don't, can't figure out any low mevin, right? But it, it would seem that a couple of dots connect, you know, that a reformed rabbi, you know, flying a jet and he gets skila, you know, it, it kind of comes together. So when, when you're talking in a year like this year, that, you know, this year we didn't blow the shayfar on Shabbos. And there's a sefer called Minchas Oni, which was written by the Orchlaner, it's his droshes, and he over there has a fantastic, fantastic uh, discussion about how in history, and he proves it, that in history, all the years that were the tremendous tzoros of Klal Yisrael, the Chorbonis, the big Chorbonis, Chorbonis, Chorbonis Rishon, Chorbonis Cheney, and he brings a lot of tzoros, they all took place in years when there was no Shaifer and Shabbos. Because we didn't have the schus of the Shaifer. So, now, so, so, so how do you come to a Rosh Hashanah? And I, I discussed this a lot this year on, on Rosh Hashanah. So what do you do? So what's the, what, how, do you, how do you circumvent this? Chazal said that I can't blow. What am I supposed to do? So well, why did Chazal say that you can't blow? Because of the Shabbos, right? So that means it's got to be a Shabbos that is a starker Shabbos. If you keep a starker Shabbos, right, so then it makes sense. But if for somebody that doesn't keep, if, if you don't keep a, a starker Shabbos, so then what are you making there? Where's the Shaifa? You know what I'm saying? So I, I just would, 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 would be afraid to think that maybe a couple of weeks after such a development that we didn't have the Shaifa, and when there's such a, you know, a mass little Shabbos that takes place, it could be, even though I'm Ilomavin, right? I'm not, I can't say unequivocally, I never, you know. But we could venture to wonder that maybe that could be something that could be very bothersome, troublesome to HaKadosh Baruch okay? So we want to get back on our feet about Shabbos. So I want to discuss something in this week's parsha that's a very, very crucial point that I think you need to know and understand. Uh, and I th- it could be even life-changing, maybe, this, this discussion that we have now. Okay? So, Adam Avishai, he was given a... Uh, he was given the commandment, right? He was told that he can't eat from the tree. And he was told also that if he will eat from the tree, on the day that you eat from the tree, Thomas, you will be put to death. You will die, right? That, that, that's what the Pesach says, okay? And at the end of the day, it came the end of the day, and he died. And, and, excuse me, he ate from the tree. He, he did indeed eat from the tree. So now the question arises, so what's he going to do? He's, there's Xavier, he's got to die by the end of the day. By the end of the day, he's got to die. So the Pesach says, in this week's parish, HaKadosh Baruch Hu blessed the Sabbath, and he sanctified it. So the Shabbos, this is what the Medrash says. Listen to this beautiful Medrash. The Medrash says that when the Medrash says that when Shabbos saw 
that Adam Arishan is going to be put to death. So Shabbos came in front of HaKadosh Baruch and said, Vayne Shaloylam. You said, You said that you're going to bless the Sabbath. You said that you're going to sanctify the Sabbath. Nobody in Cheshit may be racist. And never ever was somebody killed. And you're going to do your first killing on Shabbos? You said you're going to bless the Shabbos. You said you're going to sanctify the Shabbos. So the Shabbos turned to Hashem and said, Zui Kedushasi? This is called sanctity? Zui Birchasi? This is called blessing? That you kill other Marishin on Shabbos? So HaKadosh Baruch said, you know what? You got a point. And recall that HaKadosh Baruch decided that instead of the yoim on the day that you eat from the tree, you will be put to death. We're not going to use the day of a human being. We're going to use the day of Hashem. And the day of Hashem is a thousand years. So he was given a thousand years. And he'll be put to death a thousand years later. He lived 930 years, as you know. And he gave 70 years to David Amelie. Right? But Shabbos saved, Shabbos saved the Adam Arishan. And then, Hazal continued, when Adam Arishan saw the power of Shabbos, he said, wow, this is amazing. So he got up and he sang Mizmo Shil Yema Shabbos. And this is, a, this is the Mizmo Shil Yema Shabbos that we have today. And it was sang by Adam Arishan. When, when, when Shabbos saved him from the Xavier of Mavis that was about to come to him. So my Rebbe Rapam, Zechayna Levrocha, he used to say so beautifully, you know, that when a person on Shabbos, you know, there, there, there are two ways to be Shayma Shabbos. I, as I always say, also I heard from him, Chavetz Chaim says, Kol Mekadesh Shvi Koroi There are people that are Mekadesh the Shabbos the way it's supposed to be, holy. There are other people, they're not Makadish the Shabbos. But they don't do Malachas on Shabbos, right? They'll take a pill, they'll take a pill before Shabbos, and they'll go to sleep for 24 hours, right? And they'll wake up Matzah Shabbos. So they weren't Makadish the Shabbos. But they also weren't Makadish the Shabbos. Right? So Kol Makadish Shvi Karoi, the Chavetz Chaim says. There's a fellow that's Makadish the Shabbos. There's somebody that keeps the Shabbos, doesn't desecrate the Shabbos. But his reward is going to be all people only. It's going to be according to his deeds. You'll get a lot of schar for keeping Shabbos and not desecrating it, but it doesn't come to somebody that makes kiddish and eats to the Shabbos and oinik Shabbos and davens and learns and does all the things that make Shabbos special. Everybody's going to be on his camp with his flag. Right? So when a person keeps Shabbos properly, right? You keep Shabbos the way you need to keep the Shabbos. So then Shabbos comes to the and says, Take a look at this year. Take a look at this Dovadl and the Shleimala and Moishala. Look at the way they keep Shabbos. Zui Kedem Shosi. Zui Birchosi. This is what Shabbos is meant to be. This is the Kedush of Shabbos. This is the Baruch of Shabbos. But, if Chas a person 
even a person who keeps the Shabbos, let's say. But he does things on Shabbos, he talks about things on Shabbos. He so the Shabbos is going to come and the Shabbos is going to say, Zui Kedushasi, Zui Berchasi. This is the Kedusha, this is what it meant. Come on, come on, guys. This is the, 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 the Pasuk says, So this is a very strong inspiration, I believe, to try to, re- to raise the bar a little bit on the way we keep Shabbos, right? So this is one that I wanted to tell you. And I want to take this thought a step further. Okay? If I may. Now there's something wrong with what I just told you. I'll tell you what it is. Okay? Just for a moment. We'll, we'll fix it up. Don't worry. Right away. But there's something wrong in the calculation. Because when was Adam Arishim judged? He was judged on Friday. What? He was judged on Friday afternoon. Right before Shabbos. So how could it be that the Shabbos came? If he would have died, he would have died on Friday. He would have died on Friday, last hour of Friday. So how is it that the Shabbos comes and says what he said? So th- this is a good, good question, right? Shabbos is the only day that wouldn't have had any Catholics at all. What? Shabbos is the only day that wouldn't have had any Catholics that's called Tesefes Shabbos. You know that there's a mitzvah Tesefes Shabbos? We have a mitzvah to be makabal the Shabbos early and to keep the Shabbos late. According to most most game, it's, it's Dayais. It's a mitzvah Dayais. Right? That you must be makabal Shabbos early. And you have, it's a mitzvah to say. Uh, that means that if you, if you, if Chas Shalom, you would be over if you'll be makabal to Sefer Shabbos, and you'll be over during that time, let's say you're makabal Shabbos 20 minutes before Shabbos, the marshal. So if you'll do a malacha, you won't be chayv skila, but you'll, you'll have been over a mitzvah sasei. So, there's a mitzvah to Sefer Shabbos, keep Shabbos early, to be makabal Shabbos early. How you makabal Shabbos early? Some poskim say that you're supposed to actually say, Hareini makabal alai kedusha Shabbos. What I do is I say, I and I want to be Makayim the Mitzvah Tisefer Shabbos. And then after Shabbos, the Mitzvah Tisefer Shabbos is not finishing on the dot. You know what I mean? A few minutes later, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't run away from the Shabbos the minute it's over. Like, like we say in the, in Kol Makadish, Right? Those that leave the Shabbos late and they come in early. Or well, we say, Save those that they don't leave the Shabbos right away. They go. So there's a special mitzvah, Teshefes Shabbos. Now, this mitzvah, Teshefes Shabbos, you could be Makayim from the Plagamincha, from the time, from an hour and 15 minutes before Shabbos. Right? You could be Makabal the mitzvah. So this, this, this Gzardin. 
that was going to take place for Adam Arishan was during the time of Tesefes Shabbos. So Tesefes Shabbos was enough Shabbos that Shabbos was able to mix into the picture over here and say, hey, Zui Kedushasi, Zui Berchasi, this is my Kedusha, this is my Brocha, come on, what are you talking about? So you see the myths of Tesefes Shabbos is what brought Chaim to the world. It was Mavatal the Gzeyos Misa of Adam Arishan. Not the Shabbos, the Tesefes Shabbos. So that means that, that it's incumbent upon us, right? And, and you should know that all through the generations, let's say the last couple of generations, when you had the big tzaddikim of Shah, of Steinman, whenever anybody had a gzeirah raw, somebody had a really bad gzeirah, he told them, be makabal Shabbos early. Be makabal Shabbos early. Be makabal Shabbos early. And I always wonder, like, why, why Shabbos early? There's so many mitzvahs in the Torah. But once you know what I just explained to you, you see that Teisefes Shabbos brings Chaim Lo'elum. Teisefes Shabbos is Mavatl Gzeus. So therefore, I think, you know, aside from everything that we can do to be Mechazek the Shabbos this week, especially this Shabbos Beresh, which is the first Shabbos of the year, and, you know, we set the, the tone of what we want our Shabbos to look like for the entire year. And after the tragedy of last week, I think, I think you know, anything that we could do to, be, to make the Shabbos more special for ourselves and to make the Shabbos more special for those people that are around us, to raise the bar a little bit, to raise the bar of the Shabbos, is a tremendous mitzvah. But I also think that part of it is to be ready on time. You know, to be ready on time, not to come into, you know, into the Bismedvish or wherever it is you may be, you know, huffing and puffing, you know, in the middle of the You know what I mean? To be ready on time and to, to, to appreciate, to understand, like the Ramam says, we wait for Shabbos like we're, waking, like we're waiting for a king. You wait for Shabbos. You know, you don't, Shabbos doesn't wait for us. You wait for the Shabbos. And I'll leave you just with one last thought about Shabbos which I picked up once and I, once when I needed to speak for the, over here in Yeshiva, that there's something different about Shabbos than all the other mitzvahs. Because part of, part of what we do on Shabbos is we testify that HaKadosh Baruch who created the world in six days and, and rested on Shabbos, right? When we say, we're testifying about HaKadosh Baruch And if we keep Shabbos, it says that we're testifying that, we, that Hashem created the world and rested on Shabbos. And if we don't keep Shabbos, Shalom, we're testifying that Hashem, Rahman al-Islam, did not create the world in six days and rested on Shabbos. Now, if we're talking about testimony, what's the din if you have some people that testify of, to something and the others testify the opposite? If you're going to have a machlekes between two sets of aid, and one says that Reuven killed Shimon, and the other one says that Reuven did not kill Shimon, what are you going to do with the testimony? You throw the testimony out. Because it's Edim HaMakhishim. It's two sets of Edim that are contradicting each other. So I cannot, I want, the, the, the Torah wants me to testify that Hashem created the world and rested, but I can't testify. Do you know why? 
because there's somebody out there testifying the opposite. So that's why it's crucial to each and every one of us that we should do what we can to make sure that Shabbos is kept. It's different than every other mitzvah. Right? If I, I'm not, I don't, I, I, Baruch Hashem, I, I don't commit Gilei Arayas, right? If somebody else committed Gilei Arayas, it's not very nice, right? And maybe there's a din of Aravos that I need to do whatever I can to stop all Yidin from doing Averis. But not like Shabbos. Like Shabbos, my testimony is not good if he's not testifying. If he's testifying the opposite. So that's why I think that, the, that Shabbos is a place that uh, if, if these days, these terrible days, that we feel tremendous, uh, you know, Hashem's wrath, right? So a way we can get back on Hashem's good side is by strengthening the Shabbos, and particularly, particularly by strengthening the Tzaysefes Shabbos, right? Being ready on time, right? Making sure other people are ready on time. Refraining from Allah's for a bit of time before Shabbos, right? Maybe sitting in the base medish and learning a little bit before Shabbos, waiting for the Shabbos queen to come. After Shabbos, not to, you know, on the dot, you know, if, if Shabbos is out, let's say um, 10 to 7 this Shabbos over here. So, you know, I can wait till 5 to 7 for my cigarette, you know. But I think that would be a tremendous course for Klal Yisrael and Amir Tashem. We'll have a Yeshua. Bezos Hashem, and everybody will be able to uh, breathe easy. Bezos Hashem, and we'll be zoichet to the Geula, and Shabbos, Yom Shekula Shabbos, Chayyeh Lomer.